Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Sigh, this is all you know, their, you know, their home base and, and great friends of mine. Yeah. Um, but it just has worked out that there's been some opportunities, some openings, and so they said, "What do you What do you think about doing a like a uh, taco tequila kind of setup mm. next to the garden?" I said, "That's enough. I am there. Yeah. Tell, me where to, tell, yeah. tell me where to sign." And it's uh, boy, it's going to be a cool build out. What they're doing that that big night, big night group is amazing. What so what's it going to be called? It's going to be called uh, Tequila Cocina, Guy Fieri's mm, Tequila Cocina. Nice. So Sammy Hagar and I just started a tequila company together yeah. called Santo. Yeah, heard about that. And there is a bottle for you tonight. Oh. There's not a bottle for you today because I figured if I showed up with it today, yeah. then it would be like, hey, let's do a shot. I still yeah. got to go to work and you'll be wrapping up and it just yeah. wasn't going to work out. But tonight. Tonight? Yeah, I'm going to have a bottle? Yeah, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Are we going to so, do it? We'll have to do a tequila chuck. Uh, that's what oh, we're going to do uh, live like on the Instagram <laughs> and on the Tequila what? I do. I get, listen. I per, I'm personally responsible for the Bruins being in the Stanley Cup final because I uh, wanted to know. I was I, looking to who to thank. Yeah. So every game, every playoff game between second and third period, I have affected a, a, a vodka chug uh, at the Garden. So tonight we'll do a tequila chug with your new tequila. How's Sammy to work with? Awesome. Yeah. Sammy is nonstop. He just played a show here in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and then he so he played the show late night, and then the next morning I flew in and I was doing Triple D. And I said, why don't you come down and do Triple D with me? So he comes and does a cameo for Triple D after he just, you know, <laughs> laid it all out on this uh, on the show. And uh, then he was up at Foxwoods the next day, you know, playing a show. He played a show last night. But yeah, he's amazing, man. He's uh, he's the hardest working dude. He's he's always set a really great example for me. Been a really good friend of mine. And well, he's said, what is he seventy two or something like that? He doesn't yeah, look something it. like that. But I don't. But I don't is, think he is. I think yeah. he's like. 46. 40, 40, 40, something like that. <laughs> the way he yeah. acts, the way he yeah. works, the way yeah, he right. gets after it. Yeah, he's forty six. Now you you don't when you're here filming for Triple D, you don't reveal where you. But I but I saw like online that you were in you were in Waltham yesterday, or, or you're, you can't reveal anything about allegedly. that. Allegedly, right? that's like a, alleged. Allegedly, yeah. okay. Well, here's to say again with my great geography and my ability, I'm in Boston. Yeah, so, so you just so, consider it all. No, to be, I, it's I do. All I have to say it. Like I, I have to say, you know, the the region or the area that I'm in. But um, now, and that's a weird thing about not telling. About, see, I try to go to the network all the time. So you listen. They're already posting. There'd be yeah. putting it. it was on the news. <laughs> I was watching, you know, I come yeah. back, I was watching the, the sports, and the news comes on, and, and it says, and Guy Fieri was here, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, well, there, there you go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> beat, the, beat you to the punch yeah. on that one. Just yeah. go in and visit the place. Um, so, no, it's, um, gosh, I'll tell you, the restaurant scene in this area has blown up. Oh, my God. Well, you were, you were talking about Kenny Oranger. Yeah. Uh, he has a great place, which is called Uni. Um, and there's four places: Toro, yeah. and Little Donkey, but, and but Uni. The, and, the yeah. Uni chef just won the James Beard Award. I mean, yeah, that's, I think, I think if you're next to Kenny, if you're like in the six degrees of separation of Kenny, you'll win. The, you'll, you'll win, win James. You'll, you'll win James Beard. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. he, he was just on. Matter of fact, he was just on a show with me yesterday. We shot a, a funky little joint in um, in uh, Little Italy. And uh, he's a pro. Gosh, I didn't know how good he was on TV. And we were sitting there, uh, you know, just he just jumped right into it. I said, "Okay, this is kind of how it works." He goes, "I got it." And I could have, I could have walked out, and got in the car, and left, and he could have carried the show. Was, <laughs> in, Great the, guy. in the Camaro, a texter wants to know if he's still. Have oh it. yeah, it's here. It's here. Yeah, the Camaro. Matter of fact, we were just talking about it about maybe building. I built that Camaro. I mean, I didn't build it, but my guys built it, and um, it's my car. And that's such a bummer because I don't get to, I don't get to drive it. Hunter, have we driven that car in the last? Five years, six years. I mean, that car is, it comes back once in a while for a repair. Yeah. And it'll come back and I'll see the trailer come pulling on. I'm like, yes, the car's home for a month. And then Sean says, nope, the car's leaving. <laughs> it's got to get a, someone yeah. dented it on this, you know, and so it's got to, it's often, it's often rolling. Uh, let's see. Here's a text for Guy. Just got back from a carnival cruise and Guy's burger joint was off the hook. <laughs> What do you think is the what what makes a great burger? Well, one whoever wrote in is a is a great person. 
That's really probably the yeah. most. Let's yeah. start yeah. off with that. He's that's amazing. Yeah. With definitely some really <laughs> strong talent in evaluating burgers. So that's more important. Um, but if we're going to talk about burgers, you know, burgers are a weird thing. I've seen them all over the country in every way, shape, or form. And I do them in a variety of my restaurants. Um, but the, the main component to me is it's about the simple basics, but it's about really great quality. So, A, it's got to be really – the quality of the product has got to be fantastic. you got a re- really good beef, not frozen. Um, you got to have really good vegetables if you're going to – you know, and, and you need to put vegetables on there. You need that – You need that. Uh, who's our one buddy when we d- did the show 15 years ago? The Spaz. Spaz. Yes. The yes. guy yes. that yes. couldn't handle yes. vegetables. Yeah, he didn't like it. Anytime like, I think yeah. about someone saying they can't have vegetables <laughs> on a burger, I think of that dude. <laughs> yes. In the lobby? Yes. Gosh, what were we Well, thinking? no, remember we, we gave – uh, you a bunch of ingredients to make something, right. and one of them was flavored lube. Yes. And then he put the flavored lube on a right. sandwich, on like a grilled cheese, yeah. and he ate the flavored lube mm-hmm. grilled cheese. <laughs> Wasn't he and then the guy it? said, um, "I can. No, my career is going to suffer if I continue to do your show. <laughs> I, yeah. I can no longer. I can no longer. I be took a sabbatical. <laughs> also, yeah. he yeah. took a yeah, just like LB. He took a sabbatical. I took a sabbatical. Also, <laughs> so um." <laughs> But you know what the thing is, is I think that it's burgers need to be seasoned properly and it's not a bunch of crazy seasoning, just really good salt. Or not even really good salt, just the proper salt. Um, the bun needs to be a really good bun that, that uh, supports it. Uh, we just shot a bagel place in town. Oh my gosh. They made a sandwich on a bagel. I've never had a sandwich on a bagel probably this good. Really? Because the bagel was nice. It has great crust on the outside of it. It's really, it's really light on the inside. And that's the same thing with a, with a hamburger bun. You don't want the bun to compete with the with the with right. the burger. Right. It's supposed I, I, to be a supporting, ca- you know, I, character. This is like a texter says the meat to bun ratio is the most important thing. Probably one of my sous chefs writing yeah. in, and I appreciate <laughs> so that, you know, reminding so, me of that so, point. So, so it is. It's a meat-to-bun ratio. You don't want a, too much meat in it where the bun's nothing. You don't want too much bun that you can't even notice if there's meat or anything inside of it. So it's a really good sear, a really good cook on the burger, really good seasoning. I think you need to have the vegetables to accompany it and uh, to, to create the acid, to create the balance, to create the freshness, create the texture. Bun has to be toasted. Bun's got to be toasted. Okay. I believe in toasting both sides. Oh. Putting a little, oh. put a little, little treatment to both sides so, yeah, so the bun doesn't tear it. apart. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the key is some fat. Got to yeah. have some fat in there. Yeah. A little bit of a uh, little bit of mayonnaise. We call it donkey sauce. Okay, mm-hmm. we put it in. Ours is kind of like a uh, fortified aioli. But I think those are the key. You know what I should have done next time, home man? When I'm back in my next five years, bring a barbecue. We're gonna put mm-hmm. it out front. Oh, you know, let's cook out here. We oh, should do. Good. We should have a little yeah. burger. We should, we should, Matter of fact, yeah. when I come back to open. When I come back to open uh, Tequila Cochina. When is that? Well, I don't know. September or something like that? Something like that. Okay. It's, okay. Com- it's coming soon. Actually, okay. it is. It is really like in September yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't, I know construction dates. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll cook, so we'll we'll cook burgers out here in the parking lot at 83 Leo like Birmingham that. Parkway. I Make a complete yeah. hot mess of the now, entire road. <laughs> uh, now, I work with a moron who believes that American cheese is what must be served on a burger. Ugh. And uh, I, I, I cannot th- say that that's a moron move. Oh, no. It oh, melts, it melts yeah, just right. I cannot. When I make a cheeseburger, I like the cheese to envelop the whole burger and melt just right on it. American cheese does that the best. Well, let, me, let me tell you where I think the American cheese should go. We, we, use a che- we, we make a cheese sauce called SMC, super melted cheese. Mm. Oh. So we make a melted cheese. Hold on. I'm orgasming. Go ahead. What? Oh, God. SM. It's really been great, guys. I get it. Yeah, super yeah. melted cheese. I'm going with you. I know. So, so we make this burger. So on Carnival Cruise Lines, we have these burger concepts. On uh, it's called Guys Burger Joint. On every and on actually on all the ships now. And what it is is we make a cheese sauce. So I want you to think like um, just melted creamy cheese that goes on top of it. And then we also do melt the the. Uh, the mild cheddar on top of that as well. Oh. So it's a two for one. So you okay. get that creamy, luscious cheese that you like from the American mm-hmm. cheese, from the processed cheese. And then we also do deliver the real cheddar. And uh, But the key is, and this is where people, I think, miss it all the time, is they throw that slab of that cheddar on top of the burger. Yeah. And then they give it to you, and you're kind of working through no. this kind of yeah. half-melted cheese. you got to throw a dome on top mm-hmm. of it, something that will cover the burger. Right. And it's very difficult. It's more difficult to do it on a grill because you don't get – but if you're doing it on a flat top or doing it in a pan, you hit a little bit of uh, water or chicken stock in there. You let that steam really build up, and it melts the top of it, and that's, that's the way to roll. We'll do it. We'll get we'll get the burger on. I right. get big night. I'll get my buddy Randy. Randy, you're gonna love this. I know he's probably listening. I'm gonna be yeah. Give me like uh, three flat tops, uh, <laughs> five hundred pounds of meat, a uh, thousand buns. We're ready to go. Well, what about when you can pick your grind? 
That's you awesome. Know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, place, a lot of places you know, are doing that. A, a lot of place, a lot of places, yeah. a lot of you do. You that. can put a little pork in your yeah, grind. Add some pork in, and, you know. You know the only thing about getting the pork in, which which I do like, and don't get me wrong, I. I was getting an interview the other day, and someone said, so what do you think about people putting pineapple on pizza? What do you think about truffle oil? What do you think about this? I said, you know what? As long as people aren't hurting themselves, yeah. as long as people aren't, you know, losing, it, something's not, you know, they're not hurting themselves or, you know, losing their money, whatever, I really don't have an opinion about it. Just do what you do and do what you like. When The only thing about putting pork in a burger is that if you're putting raw pork in a burger, then you need to bring that temperature up a little right. bit. Right. And so you not, won't necessarily get that burger patty at the temp that you uh, that you want. Now, if you put ground uh cooked bacon into it or oh. something you know it's a, there's different ways to do it but i think straightforward simple burger get it done add your pieces to it add your sauteed mushrooms to it add your your onions to it you know um texter wants to know your thoughts on a fried egg on a burger oh i think it's awesome for everybody but me except right. you and me because you yeah we both share a yeah. hatred yeah. of the liquid yeah. chicken guys, is not my no. game yeah you and guys both hate eggs he had a he had a uh, mine is just because my grandmother used to try to feed me cooked eggs he had a way worse experience oh you know that experience i do that's uh, what am I, a therapy group right now <laughs> Kindred spirit, tell me your, I'll be, tell me your egg talk. story we're gonna work it out with you kid you'll be fine you're gonna leave here on top of the world you can find <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, eggs, I think, are probably one of the most uh, essential uh, essential ingredients in cooking. I mean, without question. But there's just something about the sunny side egg up for me on the burger. Um, but, I, you know, people get down with it all the time. And it's and it actually really makes the burger nice mm. and juicy. I mean, it's it's sloppy and hot and messy, and people dig it. But it's not my, not my jam. Well, medium rare? Medium, rare, how do you do Excellent your burger? Yeah. I, you know, that's probably one of the things that we debate the most when yeah. we do on, on Guy's Burger Joint is people say, well, could I get it medium rare? I said, here's the thing. The reason t- people typically ask for a burger to be rare, medium rare, um, is because the burger is, the way it's cooked creates a situation that they cook it to death. And they cook all the moisture out of it. And when people want it in that medium rare zone, they want it so it's a little bit juicier and a little bit. It just the 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 the, the flavor profile is different. If you cook the burger hot and fast, like I mean, the griddle is screaming. Right. This thing's almost dancing when you put it on there. So we throw our burger on, and the moment it goes on, it's seasoned, and then we press it. And we'll take a burger that's five ounces, and we'll press it out into about you know six and a half to eight inches. And it's hot and fast, and it's only on there for about a minute and a half. And then we flip it to another port, another side of the of the uh, the griddle or the flat top, and sear that side. And I mean, we're talking three minutes, and it's done. So when you look at it, you wouldn't see that pink line in the center like you would a steak. But when you bite into it, the whole thing is juicy. So I think that's one of the reasons that people have been in this idea of I've got to have a medium burger. Now, if you do like a special grind you're doing wagyu beef or something like that and it's it's an inch thick and you still you got to sear it you got to get that it's hot and fast or low and slow you do it in between you kind of go you just kind of let it meander around mm-hmm. on the pan or on the grill yeah. it's going to dry out on you what about the hardos who everything they order they say uh, however the chef wants to prepare right. it is the way I however want. the chef likes it <laughs> just because you don't know how to order the duck brad don't leave a damn no i think that's like really does anybody go to the concert or did anybody order the Metallica album and say I'd like to have a little more bass in the <laughs> right. album well, you know does anybody yeah. you know so and that's a good point I so guess so yeah. there are people I mean, I imagine the sure. 95% of your listeners just are enjoying the, you know, we were listening to on the way here, listen to the show and get it. And then you'll have 5% that'll write in and say, talk about this, do oh, this, do this, do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. show sucks. So, <laughs> and that's, I think that's kind of the same way in the restaurant. I have people that'll say, you know, how they want something awesome. And then I'll have people that come and say, but I usually recommend let's let the band play the music they want to play mm-hmm. and the way they play it. And let's let the chef make the food the way they make it. And, and uh, they've been doing it probably a little bit longer than and you've been eating it, so let's <laughs> you know, kind of let it roll that way. Well, Guy Fietti is our guest, and um, he's got the new place opening at the garden. What they've done over at the garden is oh my you gosh, won't, you won't know because well, you might remember when you I when, remember when, when we, we went we, to the Celtics game, yeah, because then we walked in and then yeah. we went to the bar. Yes, we did. We went yeah. right to the bar. That was, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's exactly. Remember the outside? Awesome. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. It was a great time. Um, that was. Uh, I still. Hunter and I were just tripping on looking at that picture yesterday. Yeah, I was tripping on the fact that I have twelve chins based on the angle of the photo. I only had seven 
uh, there, but the angle of the photo, and, and I had the, a lot of gel in the hair. And, and the, were you I, still goatee mode at I that point? I think I was. I you probably were. was. So that, I, not, that whole combination. I think I had an earring. I, I mean, <laughs> you probably I did. If it was I mean, 10 I, years I, ago, I you had the earring still. And then, I, you know, I'm looking at, you know, so that photo was, Guy posted this picture yesterday on his yeah. Instagram of us at the Celtics. <laughs> I thought I was doing you so, solid. No, you not did. You were. It was, it was fine. But then, I'm, you know, I'm looking at. In the you know we got Chris Evans in the picture. The guy's extraordinary. You know he was. I don't think he was even Captain America. Great looking guy. It's a chiseled chin. We got McLovin in the picture, and you know then there's you know there I, I am. There was one comment that you didn't look good. I, was, I don't. I don't think. I think <laughs> of course you're the no, one that goes one. after yourself <laughs> on the you know. And it's, I think the photo was taken with like the first BlackBerry ever made. And had pocket <laughs> lint on the screen. Yeah, that's an there's old a lot photo. of other things we could blame was, about that. It was like man. ten years. It was before. It was before Instagram. By the way, I mean, probably before Instagram. Exactly. exactly. All right, and then the tequila. Is it available now? Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's. It's got to be available in the state because we were at um, we were at Scorpion last night watching the game and uh, and hanging out with Randy and. Uh, those guys were great. We're sitting there. We just had this huge, huge feed of all this Mexican food, and and we're hanging out and watching the game. And Hunter looks at me, and goes, "Gosh, Dad, I'm still hungry." I said, "You know what I could go for?" And someone said, "Sushi." And I'm like, "I could go for sushi." And sure enough, so he you says, go right over. Let me call Empire. Go, Empire. Call Empire and get some Empire sushi. Comes running through the lobby yeah. of Scorpion. I think, you know. Mex- I think Mexican food is underrated. Well, not That's, where we're from. We're we're big Mexican food in California. Here it is, I think. No, no, it is. It, it really is. I remember when my wife came from. She's from North Providence, and she when we met in in uh, uh, Southern California. I remember that one of the first things I said is, "Let's go get some uh, uh, some Mexican food." And she said, "I hate Mexican food." I said, "Well, how could you hate Mexican food? What kind of Mexican restaurants you been to?" She goes, well, I, I don't know. I think she maybe a ch- made a, a Taco Bell reference or something. And I said, "Hang on a second. Let me yeah. take you to you know a little funky joint and." Um, after that, so we're huge Mexican food fans. But yeah. you're gonna what, what we bring, what we're gonna do at uh, tequila at uh, tequila cochina is tequila kitchen is what is what okay. that says is we're gonna bring you some really cool um, different aspects of Mexican food. Mexico is so diverse in its culinary approach for its. I, I won't say it's as vast as the United States, but the different regions of Mexico have some really unique, different styles of how the food's prepared. So it's not just, please, just don't say it's all tacos. It's no. oh gosh, no, no. it's so vast. What that's we're cool. yeah, that'll be a lot of fun, and I got a great team that's gonna that's gonna bring it well, in. And there's like there's like street corn and like oh, all yeah. that all that good stuff oh, yeah. that, it, that you don't. Um, this is. Andy, oh, I think it's Andy from North Shore Beefs who's uh, on the phone. Oh, excellent! Think. So listen, guy. Um, you and I were texting about this. Yes. I was texting about the North Shore beefs thing that's right, uh, right. that's going on, and um, guy said, um, "If you're gonna get me any food uh, for the show, you got to get me hot dogs because there's a there's a hot dog place here that you really dig, right? Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, in uh, it's in Oneyville over in over it, in Rhode Island. It's in Rhode Island. Do you right? not know about this joint? No. Oh, uh, but ho- but but uh, so I want to talk about that in a minute, but. Um, People Magazine just chose the number one sandwich based on the state you live in, and they chose the roast beef sandwich, which is a very particular thing on the North Shore here in Massachusetts. Okay, Andy runs a a Facebook group, uh, which is called North Shore Beefs, Mm -hmm. where people fight with each other about roast beef sandwiches. Yes. Um, so oh, I love uh, this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we bring him? Can we bring him to the parking lot and have this like a battle royale? <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll well, make burgers yeah, and yeah, sell it. Yeah, and put put yeah, gloves on. Yeah, yeah. So Andy, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. How you doing? Good, what's up, uh, guy. Hey, brother. <laughs> yeah. So um, no short beefs. Um, um, okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Good talk. Good talk. No, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be on the air just yet. I just called in. I was eating my muffin, and I'm. Uh, uh, so, what do you mean ready? I mean, what do you call a radio I'm, I'm show? Ready Aren't you like I'm ready? ready now? All right. So I'm listen. Ready now. What what we have to do? <laughs> it was yeah, the, you know, more uh, short beefs. No, it's, what did you like? Give me the intent, if you can, the intent of the call. <laughs> I was right, eating so my we, we, we started a contest about a month ago, like thirty days ago, to see who could eat the most roast beefs in a month, but not just one sandwich per visit to a place. Yeah, and a bunch of guys entered, and I figured maybe twenty, thirty tops. Two lunatics have broken fifty. Since the end of the month. 50, 50, beefs. 50, 50 beefs in one month. In one month. It's not over. You just check on there. Do they have good health insurance? That sounds right. to me like I don't that. know. But you know what the prize is to, if they win? A hooded sweatshirt. 
<laughs> that well, is the prize. This so is a big cash prize. Gonna bury in it. <laughs> I mean, if it if beef. if guy is gonna go try a North Shore beef, he he has to have it. He has to have a three way, correct? Oh, three way, hundred percent. Okay, Guarantee every time. I, 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 clarification, yes. please. Because <laughs> <laughs> when the hillman yeah. says there's a three way, yeah. you have to have a three way. Cheese sauce mayo. Cheese sauce mayo. Yeah. And it's going to be the James this, River. Is this like a beef on whack? Is this, is this, okay, so it's roast beef, it's salt and pepper roasted, like a top round. It's sliced. Sliced thin. Sliced yep. thin. Okay. It is on, on a, a bun. T- particular type of bun. Depends yes. on the, you either have the junior, the regular, or the super beef. Okay, the yeah. super is typically on the onion roll. Uh, the re- regular... Is there a Wikipedia a you're reading this from? I mean, no, Danielle knows it by heart. I'm from the North That's Shore. your deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, and then ju- the pro-, pro move is to get a junior on an onion roll. Because you have some places that will, when you get a junior beef, it's the size of a super beef. I mean, they're like behemoths. They're gargantuan. It's That's kind of like the secret menu that we have for In-N-Out in California. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> there's a big debate whether you go cheese on the top or cheese on the bottom. <sighs> That's what I'm always waking up <laughs> asking myself. Right? And then, you know, for the sauce, you have to have the, the James River barbecue sauce. That's the quintessential North Shore beef sauce. So the three ways is the, the true pro move. You could do a four-way with an onion ring on top. Well, mm-hmm. listen, and then you're not driving. Right. <laughs> you would have well, a question. A pro beefer would be able to do it and drive, guy. A pro beefer. Yeah. A pro beefer. We beef. We beef do, hard. Do you beef and drive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's technically impeded operation, but just watch your rearview mirror. Impeded operation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, uh, when, when it comes to hot dogs, what's this place in Rhode Island? Okay. <laughs> I can't, so you really never had this? No. And I was really, I was hoping that I'd thrown out enough of the hint that I'm like, hey, you know, you know, I know the I hill get, man has people, I, I was, you know. I was, He's got like I a, to send, there's somebody waking up. I was going to send Stiz down to Rhode Island, but, I, but, but you know, sometimes. I he, walked in the door, he challenged me to a food food fight right there, right in the yes, lobby. Yes, yes, Good yes, man, yes, good man. Yes, yeah. Okay, so uh, so like I said, my wife's from North Providence, and in there's an area called Oneyville, and there's a place called New York Systems. All right, so I've never you guys. Okay, you're shaking. Sure, you, 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 somebody knows about this. You've heard of it. A lot okay. of people right. mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, this is 25 years ago. So my father-in-law, great guy, rest in peace. He 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 would say, okay, come with me. And we'd get in the car. And we'd go out to this place, and it's far away from where they live. And they'd take a little what's called a red uh, Rhode Island red. This little hot dog. Yeah. It's on a bun, and the guy stacks all these buns up his arm. And then he puts in the hot dog, and then he hits this, uh, like, Coney Island sauce. And I don't know what Coney I've never had Coney Island sauce. And then they put onions on it, and then they put uh, celery salt, and uh, you get it wit. And he lines them up, and they're about this big. And, I mean, you can eat, like, eight of them. You shouldn't, you know. You shouldn't. <laughs> you can. You shouldn't. No, but you can. But they have this unique aroma to them that if you do take them with you, you know, my mother-in-law would make me hold the bag out the window because it makes you know. <laughs> And it's this whole thing. And so every time we come out here, I mean, I remember one time we were coming from Foxwoods. We were driving along, and I saw I saw the Rhode Island sign. on the <laughs> Rhode, right, Rhode Island told, 50 miles away. <laughs> exactly. Like, take a right. It's exactly what I said. <laughs> right. Got triggered. Uh, and I, everybody in the car is like, what the hell? We're late. And I'm like, stop. Just go. We're going. And I take every, all these dudes in suits, my and my agents in the whole thing. And I'm like, like, where are we? And I'm like, just dig it. And everybody letting you drink the coffee milk and the whole thing. Do, mm-hmm. do you think that mayonnaise ever belongs on a hot dog? What? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm listen. I'm not an anti mayonnaise person, but I'm. <laughs> you, I think we just drew a line. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know that mayonnaise on a hot dog works. My, you know what it is? Mayonnaise is so necessary. It's food lube. It, it's, <laughs> on a hot dog. It's it's food. It is food lube. Yes, it, yes. In a, <laughs> You're right, guy. And it yes. and it's got enough. <laughs> it's got enough uh, fat in the in a hot dog. A hot. Have you ever seen the way a hot dog's made? It's really whipped. <laughs> Meat and fat, mm. and then it's then it's cased, and then it's cooked, and that's what makes it congeal. And but there's a ton of fat in hot dogs, and uh, and I think that it's not necessary. No, uh, the this the Boston Bruins restaurant at Logan Airport mm-hmm. is serving a dog with mayonnaise on it, and they're calling it the Boston yeah. dog, Boston style it's, dog. It's offensive. Never heard of it. Never never heard of it. It's, it's they're just making it's, it up. It's, it's some corporate chef from they're from Canadians Peoria fans. or something said, "Yeah, let's yeah. create a Boston dog." Well, don't get me in on this. All right, I'll tell you. you know, I'll tell you what it is. Dogs are made so many different ways in so many different regions. We we see it all the time on Triple D. Um, my only interest is that the dog itself is quality. That that it's got to have a snap. It's got to have some. T- you know, it's got to have the skin's got to have some mm. texture. It can't be overboiled or over or dried out. But after that, man, I see the craziest things go on dogs. And I mean, of course, you know when you go to Chicago, you see what they put on theirs. But 
if somebody wants to put mayonnaise on it, that's you know they're probably you know driving with that mayonnaise and they you know yeah. impeding their what is it impeding, impeding, their, impeding, impeding their operation. Their, their operation. <laughs> uh, Guy Fieri is here, a uh, great and loyal friend of this program, and this is Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, guy. Hey, Greg. How are you? What's up? What's up? I want to get a, I want to get a random ding for guys uh, play a tailgate. I was there in Atlanta this year. What an amazing time! There was about twenty NFL players, probably about ten or twelve different chefs. And those chocolate sliders guy in the foyer, absolutely ridiculous. Wait, what were they? What were they? The cho- the sliders? It, that's a random thing about. Was it, was it, LB, was it order up? I mean, no, that's, am, that's, I, that's, am I dragging a dish? When, that's LB's only job on the show is to hit the, 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 the ding bell. That's, what, that's all he's qualified for. LB, you ding that bell so damn well. Double ding. Um, um, so we throw this big party uh, every year for the, for the uh, Super Bowl. Every year when the Patriots win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, geez, yeah, I'm telling you, okay, guys yeah. kind of got that going, don't you? <laughs> yeah. um, so we do um, we do this big, uh, it's called the Players Tailgate, and I work with this group called Bullseye, Bullseye Entertainment out of Indianapolis, and we put together a big group of chefs, they bring in a bunch of players, and we throw a huge party right before the Super Bowl, because before the Super Bowl, if you've been, it's, it's, a, it's a big wind-up, and a lot of people just sit there with nothing to do before they go to the game. Yeah. So we put together this, and you can't tailgate at the Super Bowl, by the way. Right. I mean, it's the whole no. city is locked down. Yeah, right. So we throw this big party, and uh, I bring chefs in from around the country, and definitely specialize in the chefs that are in that area, um, like when we were in Atlanta. So I don't know about this uh, this chocolate slider, and I'm bummed, because I thought I'd hit every station and <laughs> checked out what, everybody, what everybody was doing. Yeah. But it is... It is a big baller party, and there's about uh, 1,500 people that come to it, and it is the, the food and the drink and the entertainment is just it's off the hook. Um, how long do you have, by the way, this morning? I know, I know you're probably busy. Right? I got up early because I knew that it would not be the 15-minute flyby. Yeah. Don't you, like, have commercials or anything Yeah, on well, this that's show? what I was going to do. Is, no, I, I'm here. Actually, I, we don't. I know it's, that there's some manager banging on the window. No, no, no. <laughs> it's an unfortunate thing. No one wants to advertise on the show, yeah. so we could go for another talking. four hours. Don't worry about it. No, they, I'm, here. They, I'm, I'm here for a bit, brother. Whatever. Right. Kick so, me out when you're done with me. No, so if I take a break. Yeah. Because I want to talk about tonight and the the best buddies thing that we'll be That's at. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and all that stuff. So well, I'm, I'm sticking around. I'm sticking around. All right. Um, if you want to be on, it's 617-764-9223, or you can text Guy Fietti. Our guest. We'll be right back. Well, um, Guy Fietti is here, and as usual on this program, we the conversation devolves into food for hours and hours. and But that's nothing wrong with that. I mean... Who wants to spend time arguing about topical current events issues when you can just talk about food for hours? Whether or not mayonnaise should be on a hot dog. Whether or not mayonnaise (laughs) should be on a hot dog or not. But um, not only are you here filming episode after episode after episode of Triple D, um, but you're also here, as you have been for a long, long time, for the Best Buddies event. And um, that event has... Has grown and is uh, is really an extraordinary event. Oh, it's and Hillman, you've been a great supporter of it, and it's you know I so it's it's a program dedicated to supporting folks with intellectual disabilities, and I have a cousin with intellectual disabilities, so I didn't you know that's just how I was raised, and. I never really heard much about it, and there's, you know, people, there's misconceptions and so forth, but I was having dinner with a guy named Anthony Shriver, and uh, it was a very funny dinner, by the way. Uh, it was in Los Angeles, and but anyhow, he was telling me about this program called Best Buddies, and I said, wait a second, I have a cousin with intellectual disabilities, and he's he's, he's, he's one of the greatest guys in the, in the world, and I said, tell me about this, and he says, well, here's what we do. We raise money. We, we do a football game. We have Tom Brady come. We do a bike race. We do it all over the country, and, what, and I said, well, tell me I can help, and that was, I don't know, 12-plus years ago and raise millions of dollars it's and in boston you want to talk about a community that supports this i mean it is out of control we sell out we do a food and wine festival we do the of course the tom brady uh football game we do the bike race and to on saturday you know everybody will finish the race and come in and we'll announce how much money was raised but it's just millions and such an amazing group of people that deserve so much respect and so much support and uh so yeah we come every year well one of the coolest things and i got to give you credit for it because i know you won't take it yourself but one of the coolest things that's that's developed is that some of these buddies get to work with chefs you know like steve d filippo from davios 
Um, and he's really, I'm going to tell you, he's the one carrying the banner the most. And so, and, and that guy's a great dude. He's, he's, he's hired so many buddies. And they have such a great opportunity oh, when it, it gives comes me goose, to Seriously, it gives me goosebumps talking yeah, about it because yeah. what we, so what it started out as is when we, I, we went to the game the first time and, and there was a banquet afterwards. I said, I can't just come to the game and stand here. I said, I got to do something. So we were making some, some, uh, grilling some appetizers out after the game and, and a, a couple of the buddies are there working with me and they really are so passionate and eager and want to take care of people and help. And it evolved into, well, you saw the big tailgate party we had under the stadium one yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Now it's evolved. We've got 30-plus um, chefs from the greater Boston area, um, even some chefs coming from other states, working directly with the buddies. And the buddies who go work at their restaurants, work on the recipe, or work on how they're going to serve it. And they come together on Friday and tonight and serve it. We do this big, bang, or this big food and wine group. And just make some outrageous food, and the buddies are front and center, and so much money and so much aware. You know, the key is though is is the awareness that we're raising about the Best Buddies program and helping with job placements. It's yeah. it's great. This is Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Hi. Hey. Oh my God! I can't believe I'm talking to Guy Fieri right now. I'm dying. Same. Same. <laughs> Same. Dying. That's how we feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm going to be there tonight because my daughter is president of our chapter, and she's been involved with them since eighth grade. She's a senior now, and she's graduating tomorrow. And this is her last big event, and I'm, we're so excited to see you. Oh, that's awesome, Nancy. What's your daughter's name? Shannon. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you, this is something that Nancy's talking about and kids being involved and supporting the program. And I think that's a big deal for the kids to recognize um, the, you know, that not everybody is exactly the same. And we need to have uh, understanding and awareness to what goes on in the world. And I meet so many high school students that that participate in Best Buddies. And I think it's a great thing for for students to be involved in. And because it changes the mentality. You know, when we were older, there wasn't as much awareness to it, you know, or younger. Younger, yeah. When, When we were younger there wasn't awareness you didn't get taught about it you didn't yeah, get right. taught about diversity and uniqueness and and um jose andreas is a, probably one of the most famous chefs in the world i was just talking to him about it and his daughters uh volunteer and have for a long time so nancy you're awesome i'm i'm, I'm proud of shannon congratulations on graduation and i'll uh, look forward to meeting her tonight this is hold on a second this is frank what's up frank good morning morning show how hey, are you guys what's up uh, so, Guy, I'm a pit master. The show knows me. I won't boost my business because Greg hates that. I do, yeah. But I'm just curious if you've ever seared a steak with mayo. Seared a steak with mayo? I haven't, yeah. but I've seen it done. I've it's seen it done. and it's, it's a game changer, dude. It's yeah. a game changer. No, so, you know what? It, there's, there's really... <clears throat> There's different ways. You got to think what what mayonnaise really is. It's fat. Yeah. You know, it's oil and 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 egg and typically of you know in some uh, incarnation or some style of that some type of fat. And I think that what he's talking about is slathering it on there and it creates that. Um, it it helps create the caramelization mm-hmm. that goes on with it. But yeah, I've heard it. I haven't I haven't done it myself, and I, I actually have seen it done. Um, yeah, it we is. Ta- we we talked about this with regard to burgers earlier, but can we agree that a steak? Should never be ordered temperature wise in any way other than rare. I can't. Again, I, it gets into that personal choice thing. I mean, there's. A, I, I think we should, enough with the personal. No, freedom. listen, I'm not because I'm not, it's not. I, it's what do I, come on you, be you judgy, list, will you? Okay, that's right. It always. Well, has what about to be, when somebody gets uh, when somebody order your? Let's say your. Do you know how many fouls I see in food on a regular basis? I know, and, okay. some, and somebody's you, like, "What do we do? Carry around the the flag and start blowing yeah, the whistle, throw a flag, and people out." I mean, I somebody orders. Stand, a, I could go stand in front of a lot of fast food. Somebody orders a steak well done. You're sitting there like in the kitchen. You're like, "What are you?" You, know, are you when people come to my house and we're gonna have dinner, and they'll say, um, "You know what?" My, my husband likes his a little more. I said, oh, for him? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to cook it. Absolutely oh, well no done problem. for sure. Yeah, yeah eat it medium around like yeah. everybody else. You so, know, they, they just get it the way I cook it. So the, the mayo thing. Yeah. Uh, would you also apply that to, say, you're making the burger? Because like, people use it on grilled cheese sandwiches. Right. So when you make it, would you toast the bun with the mayo on it? You can I've, now that I've seen a bunch of times on Triple oh, okay. D. I've seen that a bunch of times where someone will take a an aioli and put that on there. Aioli, fancy mayonnaise. Yeah, um, they'll put that on there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a actually actually it's a flavored mayonnaise. That's what we call our donkey sauce. I mean, we put mustard and garlic and black pepper and Worcestershire inside of it, just a little bit. But if you're going to put that fat in there, you should put at least flavored fat. 
you know, inside of it. You need right. to sell some kind of a donkey sauce T-shirt. Uh, okay, I, I want a doc. I want a donkey sauce T-shirt. <laughs> well, you talk about something that you open your big mouth about one time. I was just trying to. I was just trying to be a little bit of a smart uh, ass is, that day. Be, uh, being being. Being that I am the czar of sauce in the Commonwealth, as appointed by our governor Charlie Baker, uh, would you kindly? You should put that on a T-shirt. Would you? You would are the you, czar of sauce. Yes, I'm the czar of sauce. Appointed by the Commonwealth. By, by the governor of the Commonwealth. Wow. Would you kindly tell me? If you I salute when I walk in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bow. Remove your hand. Bow. Yes, <laughs> kneel. <laughs> kneel, bow, and salute. The complimentary bottle of tequila will be enough. I don't need uh-huh. a salute. Uh, if you could only have one sauce. What would that sauce be? Uh, out of the, you know, Bernays, Merlot reduction. That's, I mean, get what, if we I get like on. I like where he's going with this. Yeah. One sauce. Only one sauce. One sauce. I, man, is it processed or is it made? Do you, is it made I'm from scratch? scratch? It's made from scratch. I'm going to say from I, I would say if I could only have one sauce. There's a, there's a sauce that is made for oh, is it one man. of the mother is it one of the mother sauces i like that you go there it does uh, I, it does okay. have one of the mother oh, okay. sauces oh it does okay it does have one of the mother sauces um but i would uh, or part of the mother sauce i would go uh there's one of my favorite things i ever learned to cook when i was first started in culinary i was a flambe captain uh, i would bring Ooh, the cart captain. to your table side <laughs> yes so no kneeling or <laughs> nice. saluting will be necessary um curtsy captain um yes, captain. captain doctor did <laughs> no i had the ruffles though Dr. i did have Yes. Nice. Captain nice, Fieri. You should have seen the polyester outfit. It was quite... Actually, in one of my cookbooks, I put the picture in there. Again, yeah. Yeah. bad move. Was it a, um, was it brown a medium? Polyester. It was a schmedium. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell you about the time that I was in... I tore out... Anyhow. Um, tore the pants? Oh, while, it was bad. While flambéing? Bad. Table no, side? Oh, it was bad. Bad, 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 bad. Anyhow, I was a flambé captain, and I would cook, and one of the favorites was Steak Diane. Oh. oh yeah! So with the shallots and with the gar, yeah, and the, yeah. And, I mean, and it yeah. was so to me. It's this rich sauce with to, with uh, with uh, mushrooms and a little bit of Dijon mustard and a little red wine and shallots and and a little demi and oh. it's just such a it, it kind of yeah, it can fix almost anything you screw up. Yeah, and oh. what kind of bread would you dip into that? Because the the sauce requires that you're dipping bread into. It. Yes, I uh, I would have to go with something of the of the great uh, Northern California sourdough. Oh. Oh, I don't. I, it, it, it might be a little bit of competition, a big flavor and big flavor, but I'm a sourdough junkie. So mm. you guys don't have that. I don't think you guys are big sourdough fans. No, sourdough's oh. not really I that popular sourdough. here, is it? Oh. Yeah. We oh, need I to bring. It. We yeah, need yeah. to bring it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. ship you out some Something contraband nice sourdough. Yeah. Uh, Danielle, there's a Seinfeld obscure reference on this. Elaine, uh, submarine captain. Uh, I don't know what that is, but you you would know it because you mm-hmm. love Danielle is a f- giant Seinfeld fan and a giant Office fan. Yes. Are you are you are you watching Chernobyl by the way on HBO? Oh, that's interesting. Um, my son over there, smartass. Um, yeah, so we uh, we're sitting on the couch, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I'm sitting this. Actually, but you're on it. This really that's yeah. Irony. Well, that's <laughs> trust me. I, I, I it's, it's, it's and I was never really a big TV person. I wasn't raised. We raised with uh, we had a black and white TV. Uh, we I live in a small town. We only had two channels. And um, and if I got caught watching TV, there was work to be done. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. had to watch TV, like you know, and then crawl out of the room. You, um, did, you just triggered most of the millennials listening to the show exactly. by saying that right uh, now. What's cable? <laughs> so, so the um, so we sit on the couch the other night. Uh, Hunter just got home from college, and uh, he's got his one more semester at, at UNLV. And we're sitting there, and I say, "Hey, oh, this Chernobyl mini miniseries. I've heard about this. We got to watch this." So we start to watch it. I'm five minutes into it, and I'm snoring on the couch. Oh. And, <laughs> and my wife and Hunter both wake me up and say, you have to go to bed. You're interrupting the show. So they sat there and watched the entire miniseries. Yes, yes, it's, it's great. You gotta, if you watch, watch anything, it. just watch it. Uh, here's a text about the Bloody Marys at your restaurant in Vegas. Oh. Uh, oh. Now that's a whole different topic. Is the is the bloody oh. the bloody Mary? How do you feel about the, the like the overabundance of toppings when it, when it comes to a bloody Mary? I think that when you are at the bloody Mary stage of your adventure, yeah, any type of 
uh, ingredients in the food world are probably necessary for your system. Okay, <laughs> that's a great point. Pickled, right. salty, <laughs> fatty, yeah. crunchy, yeah. enticing. Yeah, yeah. Stack it up. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. if the taco wouldn't fall apart, <clears throat> yeah, I would put the taco on there. Yeah, you know, I think that when you're at Bloody Mary stage, you just want to put it. Give me. I mean, you know. nothing worse than you get one and it's just the tomato juice and the vodka. Oh. That's and they terrible. they mail and they no mail in and they mail it in on that it has to be a Nothing. mix yeah um, no and when you're asking for like you get it and there's the celery's limp. Nothing it, worse no. than limp mm-hmm. celery. No. You know, or you don't Terrible. get the pickled green bean. Or say, no, it's got to have some goods. I'm not saying everything has to look. Ours kind of looks like a like a like a fruit bowl. You know, like when a you get it. Of yeah, you, get a, you have to dig around for where the the Bloody Mary is. <laughs> but now that Vegas restaurant, those those cats are uh, they're a little bit over the top. When it comes to sauces, nine seven eight text. Does Guy Fieri believe that it should be blue cheese or ranch with buffalo wings? Oh. I'm gonna really take a stand here. You do whatever the f- you know. Whatever the whatever the whatever. I, the, yeah, I'm a blue cheese guy. Yeah, I'm blue. a blue cheese guy. Oh, Good blue cheese though. Yeah. But no, not ranch. I'm not. I'm not the biggest. If the ranch is scratch made, and you can really, uh, but I think most people's opinion. It's kind of like ketchup. Yeah. People try to go and make ketchup and get all excited with ketchup and so forth. And really, the staple of ketchup is the ketchup we all ate as kids. That's where yeah. people go back to, and that's what usually happens with ranch. I can I can appreciate a ranch it's got a little more flavor. But when it comes to blue cheese, really good blue cheese dressing, nothing beats it. I mean, now being that you're a celebrity from California, uh, Texter would like to know since you meant you mentioned Hunter in college, uh, did Lori Laughlin uh, help Hunter get into uh, college? Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's what a Texter wanted to know. <laughs> so uh, I will tell you though, it was an interesting thing with Hunter going because I went to UNLV. Um, and I went to school for so long. My dad thought I was graduating as a doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many years? I'll be here all week. Thanks, folks. <laughs> how many, how um, many years? Be oh, I don't know. I, seven, seven, Six eight, or seven eight, years eight. at UNLV? No, yeah. I worked all the way through college. Yeah. I paid my own way. You did? And um, so I you know, I did junior college for a little bit. But, I mean, I think I made it through like five years. But, anyhow, Hunter's a, Hunter's a senior there and has had a great career and is worked his butt off when he's been down there working with the Caesars group, worked for all kinds of chefs. It's been amazing. But anyhow, uh, no, we didn't get any help. And matter of fact, when he was looking at colleges and I wanted him to go to UNLV so bad, I was dying for him to go there, but I didn't want to put Great the pressure school. on it. And my wife and I were she's like, you, you know, I don't know that I want him going to UNLV. Las Vegas, I know how you are, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I said, no, this is going to be all good, all good. And when he finally, and I was standing there with the dean at my restaurant <laughs> FaceTiming with Hunter and Hunter calls in. I said, Hunter, I'm standing here with you. Did you make a ma- did you make a decision? And everybody gathers around. I think we were doing an extra uh, interview yeah. and uh, Hunter makes the announcement. I'm like, what did you get drafted? You're going to hospitality school at UNLV, you know, you know bachelor's in, in business yeah. management. It's like LeBron and the decision. It was you know, exactly like what it was. Yes, 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 How did yes. that start? And but it's the dean has been a dean uh, Stowe has been a great guy and a, and a great supporter. So so you're not, and you're not worried about your warriors. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I'm a, you know, I'll tell you something. You want to talk about a, a unique group of people, and you want to talk about uh, a, a united team, and you want to talk about a small community, kind of like how Boston has got such a great loyal following, and you guys are crushing everything you do. Um, the Warriors in Northern California and the fan base, and I think how grounded those players are. Um, I, I think that it's going to be, I think yes, last night was a very uh, un, very big wake-up, and uh, <laughs> wait to see how they come back and play. And then when we also play on our turf, you know, everybody has it. But the Warrior fans are just, I mean, out of control. You go to see a game there, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. And this is the end of it. This is the yeah. end of playing in Oracle. You California people say that, and then you go there, and it's like, I mean, we have people like that are, you no, know. No, no, don't please don't throwing... misunderstand the Bruins thing. I, okay. I gave full... I mean, I, Kurt, Bow, Neil, whatever you want People do. are banging, you know, beers off their head. And that's Edelman. I did when we walked in there to the to the uh, to, to the garden to the garden is I took my phone out and videoed it and just sent it to all my friends. Like, you know, you think we got it going on? <laughs> Omg, yeah. little kids are you know in dressed up as you know wrestlers. <laughs> what do I show yeah. up for? Yeah, that's the Boston. That's yeah. this, That's the city of champions in a nutshell, right there. Oh, awesome yeah. people. All right. Well, um, 
I can't thank you enough. I know you got up early. I know you pushed off uh, filming or whatever to to do the show this yeah, morning. We got some and- great triple D joints. We got six places that we shot, and we're also going back to a couple of them that we uh, did years ago. We went to to Reno's last oh, night. Without, um, I was going to tell you that what? without you <laughs> without you taking me to Reno's, I would have never discovered the single greatest probably it. probably the single greatest italian restaurant in the history of italian restaurants mm-hmm. and it, you you had just done it for triple d i don't, yeah. know, if you, I don't know if you remember this no, or I, not. I do I, um, i've got a little bit of it and that um what's your that that eggplant that eggplant <laughs> appetizer that eggplant appetizer that they do over there is uh is that pesto oh, eggplant is is my yeah. absolute and the lobster raviolis and and the, have you met I, a better guy than Tony? Tony? No, he's the best. Tony is one. I mean, you want to talk about the guy? He'd take the shoes off his feet on a hot. I mean, he just give you anything and, and such. A, but you guys, that's what you have. We're gonna go see uh, Jay Hodge. Have you ever been to uh, Mike City Diner? No, another. So oh good. My gosh, another just. Where's that gem? Is that Somerville? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't. You don't know. You don't know geography. Right. Um, but so. you know what it is. You've got. Um, and we were saying this, Hunter and I. We were driving down the street. We just got into town, and we're driving through. He said, "You know what's so neat about Boston is you still got mom and pop shops, mom and pop restaurants. You still got the neighborhood. Um, you got the neighborhood liquor, liquor store. You got the neighborhood hardware store. You, know, you still have these families that have been doing it for generations. And I got to tell you, folks." It's not that way around a lot of the country, you know, especially really? these that, new communities is, that are opening. It's big box stuff, mm-hmm. no private businesses. You know, there's no no co- connection between the community. And I, again, they all do their part in giving jobs and so forth. But yeah, there's really yeah. something special. So we come back and we come to visit some of these restaurants we've been to and uh, re-highlight them. We do a new show called um, Triple D Nation where it talks about, like, what's taken place since. And uh, But these six locations we just shot for Triple D... I'm not kidding you. I mean, seriously, yo, man, out of bounds. We did a place yesterday that did a Nashville fried chicken and did a gumbo. And I'm telling you, a gumbo that is, Hunter, what would you say? I mean, probably, if not the best, in the top three best gumbos we've ever had on the oh, show. Wait, where is it? It's in this area. You got, what is, what's the name? <laughs> just what's around the name? here. What's the name of the frigging place? It's, I can't tell you. Okay, I, mean, I, mean, I know. I know. It's posted. I, I, I mean, that I was, was a, on the news uh, last night. They okay. show the sign. They show the car. They show them. Like, yeah. Well, there you go with that show. Yeah. Um, People no. always wonder how you pick the places. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot. Of, well, the Ouija board is uh, usually the yeah, beginning. Yeah, 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 then, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I call. we'll call past locations that we've been to. And say, well, um, we you shot recommend? a bagel joint. What do you call it when you have, um, um, oh, geez, what's the name of the city? What's the name Sorry, of the city? Sorry, my series it, going nuts. It's right over by, um, it's two words together Somerville and Cambridge. Yeah, it's, don't they, yeah, Cambridge and Somerville. Are they close to each other? Yeah, yeah. next it, to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, what's the name when they don't they call it? Don't they have a, a name that they morph them together? Um, yeah, Camberville? I don't no. know. Yeah, I think Camberville. Somebody said, anyhow, there's a place over Harvard there. I can't Square? tell you the name, like, I can't I tell you the name okay. of the place, but there's a place over there that makes bagels. Yeah. And this young chef that makes bagels is used to work at a restaurant that we did called Cuddy's. Um, that, another fantastic Triple D restaurant. Well, anyhow, she branches out and goes and makes her own bagel restaurant. And when I tell you, it is like lights out bagels. I said, are you going to make more locations? She says, no. She goes, I'm just going to do this. I said, why? She goes, because I can do this, and I know that I can do each one of these bagels, 6,000 bagels a week. And the bagels are the best. And I tell you right now, go there before the show airs because the line is already ridiculous, but I can't tell you the name. Are you thinking? (laughs) Did I give you enough? (laughs) Are you thinking of Alston Brighton? Is that no, what, in texter? No. Okay. No, it's Camberville's. Um, okay. Um, at, uh, by the way, a texter says, the, uh, wants to know if you tried the grits at Mike's. At Mike's uh, City Diner? Diner? Yeah. No, and I am a big grit fan. You are? We, yeah. I can't oh, we stand love... grits. Oh, you, what? They don't have any taste to me. You got to have no, them with You got to have them with ham and red eye gravy. Oh, yeah. My mom's from North Carolina. You got to have them with ham and red eye gravy, and then it's a light. I'll make you grits one day. Okay. Let's get reference on grits. Yes, yes. My um, cousin Vinny. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Yeah. No uh, decent did, southerner did he, eats instant oh, grits. The laws uh, of physics cease to exist in your <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to do flow from uh, from uh, Alice mm. when she used to You're say, "You're just a good cook." Mel, kiss my grits. Mm-hmm. Well, you just aged yourself. I know. Well, I'm 52. I don't have to age that myself. Is, I'm an old that, man. I don't even remember. Remember that show? No, I, yeah, you, I barely remember. It was in black Alice, and white. Right? It was the one show you were allowed to watch. Alice. Yeah, we had no remote. I had a long stick with a click. <laughs> to click the TV. Um, by the way, speaking of that, did you just get a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yes, I did. 
Congratulations on that. Who are you next to? Oh, let's see. I'm actually right across the... It's right across from Bobby Flay. Bobby got one five years ago. Wolfgang Puck got the first one. So it's Wolfgang, Bobby, myself. Um, but there's a whole list. I mean, I'm in a hot block, man. It's a really cool thing. Hunter spoke. He w- Hunter and uh, and uh, Matthew McConaughey spoke at the uh, the presentation. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Hunter crushed it. As a matter of fact, Hunter was up there speaking. I had to stand there the whole time. Everybody comes up and speaks, and I have to stand there. And Hunter's speaking. And I heard him get started. And I automatically knew that if I listen to this, I am going to ball. And yeah. so I had my youngest son, Ryder, with me. So Ryder's standing next to me, and I'm doing everything I can to kind of tune Hunter out and just pick up the key words. And he did. He delivered the most incredible speech I've ever heard. I didn't. I mean, UNLD paying off, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah that's great. And, uh, yeah, it was a really nice honor. Now, and, did you get um, anything with that, like a cash prize or a, a sofa set? or? You no, know, you get a, get a very nice plaque. Food uh, Network okay. threw me the most outrageous party yeah. in the world. So cool. Food Network says... Where would you, uh, I got the call, Erica Slavin, great, amazing uh, person. Um, she works at Food Network. And she said, you, you know, you got your star. Where, um, where would you like to have your luncheon? And I said, my what? My luncheon? I said, I don't know that Guy Fieri and luncheon ever go. I don't know those words have ever been used together. I said, I don't want a luncheon. I want a rager. Yeah. And she's like, well, what is a rager? And I said, I want, you know, take one of those parking lots behind, you know, Hollywood, behind Hollywood Boulevard, because they're all the big buildings have these. I said, let's get a bunch of barbecue dudes. Let's get a band. Let's get like, uh, let's get like Foreigner or Motley Crue to play <laughs> a bunch of kegs and my all my friends, because I'm going to have like a thousand friends show up. And they're like, a thousand who? <laughs> so they said, well, how about 30? How about 30 to Beverly? And so we went back and forth for about six months what this party was going to turn into. And they threw, they threw me the most elaborate party. It was outrageous. We did pare it down to 600 of my closest friends. And Foreigner did come and play. And it was out of control. And just in the final song, Jukebox Hero, Standing in the Rain... <laughs> Uh, the rain starts coming down. The band is just finishing the set. Everybody's soaking wet. It was the. It was probably the coolest, one of the coolest days. Besides my kids being born, that was the day. Well, it's really great to see you. Love you guys, man. Thanks uh-huh. for having me. I miss you, and uh, and I'll look forward. The great thing is, is we're going to spend a lot more time to come back here. This Big Night Entertainment group has been great to us. We're going to open a bunch of restaurants. We have this Chicken Guy concept that's coming out. Chicken mm. Guy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Wait till you see this one. And really? so we're going to do a few Chicken Guys here. we got probably a couple other Guy Fieri concepts that will be coming in. But the first one to kick it off is going to be uh, Tequila Cochina uh, right over there at the Garden. And, of course, you'll all come. Yeah. Right? Yes. We'll have a yes, big party yes. and run up. A- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.